Welcome to the Shake Up Podcast. I'm your host and co-founder of Mr. Consistent, Jared Bell. This is a podcast where we invite friends of the brand into our studio. We get to know their story a little bit better. We chat all things business, culture and marketing, all while shaking up a few cocktails. On our very first episode of the Shake Up, we couldn't think of a better creator to have join us than Coco Loberg. Coco is an artist, tattoo artist and all-round swaggy AF individual. We chat about going on tour as a tattoo artist and where her definitive style comes from. She lets us in on her love for travel, art and the good times. This episode is an absolute ripper, so let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shake Up. Today in the studio, we have Coco Bonnie Loberg. Instagram handle? At Coco Loberg for Ooh, those following home. Welcome to howdy. the studio. Yeah, excited. So stoked Sweet. to have you in here. This yeah, is so thanks cool. for this having me, man. One of our very first episodes. You are way cooler than I am. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stoked to have you and in here. And that's the show. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, when we told all of our staff that you were coming in, like lots of our lots of our team obviously have artwork from you on their oh, bodies sweet. which is really cool so they were all stoked and you yeah you resonate with them so that's pretty cool oh yeah that's it but yeah we um here we uh we kind of we want to get to know you a little bit and tell your story and like you are very well traveled like very well traveled as a child yeah why wh- how did you end up here like what what's the you're obviously born in sweden or you born where were you born southport oh. little southport baby is, oh my god <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Southport. Yeah, born in Southport. Um, What's it like? Your family, obviously, Loberg is Swedish. Yeah, so I think, I think Dad and his brothers were the first out of that family line to move out of yep. Sweden. So that fam, that whole family line, just kind of split off with Dad, and then gotcha. he met Mum over here, um, and they met in Ailey Beach, I think, yep. and then brought us up in Burley. And then we just kind of traveled around a lot because dad always had different companies around yeah. and was always traveling. So he just always took us with us. Um, and first stop was London, I think. And then the States and Indonesia and a bit of India and then back here. We always came back here in between. Yeah, gotcha. So we don't really have any like deep family roots here or anything, yeah. but we just always love this area. So it feels like home. Because yeah, your, your family's obviously really artistic. Like that's pretty clear by what you do as work. You're an artist. You do studios. You know, you do books, all those kind of things, which we'll get into later. But like, yeah. where does that come from? Is that like, is that from the family? Like your dad is an artist? Yeah. Like what's the story there? Because uh, traveling and like you're very rich in like the way you work and your art and all those kind oh, of things. You. Like, yeah. Thank you. But like, where does that come from? Um, so mum and dad are both insanely talented they both have so many cool things under their belt so just kind of like a bit from both of them so dad's a painter and a bunch of different stuff and mum works with leather and interior design and stuff like that so all of the kind of stuff just kind of mushed in between all of us and we always just kind of dabble in a bit of everything but yeah what what was the travel like that like why so much travel as a kid like like I do I've done lots of travel with um my family and my little girl but my wife's a buyer, so she goes and does, you know, she was doing buying trips and all those kind of things. Like, oh, there's okay. like yeah, specific yeah, yeah, role, yeah. like obviously you had a, some sort of specific specific role in a business or whatever, like the art was taking you guys all those places. Yeah, it was um, whatever dad was kind of, mum and dad always had businesses together and it was just kind of like, so I think maybe it was started with Coco Jambo, which was like an advertising agency. Yeah. And that kind of took us a bunch of different places and another company called Hire. It was just always there companies and where it would kind of like blow up somewhere and we'd have to be in that country for it to help it grow um so i think it was coco jambo for 
I don't want to say the wrong thing. I, get <laughs> I won't hold you to it. We're, we're not going to fact check you. <laughs> no, but yeah, so it was uh, just kind of like always there companies with yeah. that were just taking us everywhere. And then um, it was Guevara for India. And um, yeah, that one was crazy. That was that was a weird trip. I was like 16 or 17, I think. And to me, my brothers were kind of still in school, but not really like they yeah. were a bit out of school i was still in school and we just moved to india and like homeschooling like at that stage or? yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was supposed to be but we just kind of took like i think it was like four or five months to just like travel yeah. and just like stayed in mumbai and then just kind of went we got, got to go to like indian weddings and stuff with like our friends over there that's and so stuff. Cool. it was crazy it's like a football field for a wedding it was crazy like so many people that's so right um but yeah just heaps of experiences and stuff and dad kind of always has believed in like you, you don't have to necessarily get all the education just from schooling like you get a lot from traveling so absolutely you you always so take much. us out in between and Culture yeah. is so important, like yeah, learning definitely. other people's cultures. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So why? What? What? You obviously you were born here, so that's why you gravitated back to here because you've got brothers and sisters that lots of brothers and sisters. I should yeah. say you one of six. Yeah, like you obviously gravitated back to the Gold Coast and back to Burley. Why? Um, I don't know. I honestly, really? I, I really <laughs> don't know. I think it's because so I was, I was born in Southport Hospital, but yep. like grew up in like Burley when I was younger. And I think that's where like the little fu- family started. Yeah. So I think we always come back to these areas, beautiful, like, Feels like so home. nice. Yeah. Um, and like I was saying, even though we don't have deep family roots here or anything, it's just kind of such a chill spot to just kind of like go in between because before COVID we were always traveling so much, like yeah. to just be able to come back and have such a relaxed lifestyle here was just perfect. Like, Does it, it feel cool like obviously not being able to travel at all so for somebody weird. who's like so tra- like so well traveled i just love i just love weird little adventures and just like going wherever i just love kind of i get antsy if i'm in one spot for yeah. too long so i just i really really like traveling so it was really weird for the first couple of months or like six months or something but then after that i think because i didn't feel like i was missing out on anything because i couldn't travel i felt like everyone was trapped so i was like okay i'm not i'm i just got to get over it i'm not missing out like yeah. I, I physically can't go anywhere so it actually helped so much because I'd finished my book, um, finished that gallery yeah. and got that up and running. Um, finished like a bunch of projects that were just kind of like sitting on the back burner because... Gave you time. Yeah. I, every time I had time off, I was like, oh, I want to go see my friends here or go check this place out or yeah. something. And then would never get to those things. It was just dragging on for years. And exactly I finally, what this yeah. business is like. Yeah, it's like great. We're like, oh, we had the product. We had the, like, most people know the backstory, but we had the product. We had the, you know, we had the brand. We had the... Like the recipes, we had everything, but we're like, none of us had time to do it. Yeah, exactly. Ever. Yeah. So we're just like, all right, COVID's here. Like, I've lost all my marketing work. Jeremy sold yeah. his restaurant. Mikey's not working because he works behind a bar. There's no bars open. Let's go for it. And like, so many people either took the opportunity to get things done that they couldn't get done, or yeah, they didn't ever had the time for. And like, it's so like obviously this bag is in the gallery, which is yeah. awesome. Thank you. Uh, which will, you can explain that to me later on. Yeah, yeah. But we're uh, getting low tide here, so we're gonna yeah, do the um, speed test. The top up. Absolutely. So you're gonna make a. What do you want to make? Another sales. Oh, you want to make Cosmo? Let's Margarita? try the Cosmo. I haven't tried the Cosmo. Cosmo? Uh-huh. Yeah, let's, let's try do that. Cosmo. That sounds great. So you're going to make it 75 mils of mix, 45 mils of booze, and curse. I'm going to deal with cursing that if I don't, if you beat me, if you can beat my time, that I'll get shit that's fresh. You can tell yeah, me shit 100%. that's fresh. <laughs> shit next time? <laughs> I don't know about the neck. <laughs> Sideburn. Sideburn. So every time he like shaves it down here. Somewhere like, somewhere like, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But if yeah, you can beat 
Yeah, yes. <laughs> hairy ass, you don't do that. <laughs> no, no one wants to do that. But, uh, yeah, let's do this beat test. And if you can beat All me, right. I'll, yeah, I'll make a deal. All right. All right, let's do this. I'm keen. 75 mils of mix, 45 mils of the booze, so to the top of the jigger with the juice, 45 mils of gin, second line down. Give it five shakes. Yeah, 45 mils. <laughs> Put it all in the tin. Strain it out with the strainer. Put the strainer on top of the tin and then drop some fruit in. So Kirsten's obviously giving you some tips to try and beat me. So she can try to get me a tattoo. <laughs> All right. Three, two, one, go. Ice all. <laughs> go! <laughs> Don't stop. Oh, it's a heavy pour. That was closer to, that was closer to 60 mils <laughs> to the top. Dump it in. We're at 13 seconds. You gotta shake. Put, put the ice, put the top on top. Boom, shake, shake. One, two, three, four, five. Pop it open. Give it a pop. Give it a crack it. Oh. <laughs> gotta whack it. I'm safe here. 23 seconds. <laughs> Do you need to phone kidding. a friend here? Yes. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Strain it out. 34 seconds. You're still probably gonna beat Mikey at this rate. There we go. Yeah. Put the fruit in. <laughs> there you go. Never, Damn, made that a was rough. never made a miss a consistent cocktail. 41 seconds. <sighs> not bad. It's not great. It's not great, but I'm not getting a fucking tattoo. Yes, you are. <laughs> How do no, we read we'll, this? Yeah. Oh, class in the Delphi. Well done. Where's the pen? Someone get me the pen. Tastes good, though. It's delicious. Is, um, that Noosa oh, Gin's awesome, too. They're really good. But they're. Like the Cosmos, like it's not sweet and it's like nice and tart. So it's, it's nice. Not, yeah, it looks beautiful. It does look beautiful. Double fruit too. You're like that, that takes 10 seconds off double fruit. Double fruit? Yeah, it yeah. does. <laughs> I read that somewhere. She's still at 31. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Drink up. Surely just gets the tattoo anyway. I think so. I reckon. <laughs> yeah. Someone has to. Shoot, that's fresh. We'll see. <laughs> I've always wanted one, but I've all, I've always been uh, too scared. Actually, your writing's probably cooler than mine. Do you want to do the writing? <laughs> no. Dude. Hey, look. Rematch. Fourth. What the? Fourth for now. Trust me, there's people that do not. Wait, finish. how many people are on that wall? Four, Four. people. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, out of ten, it's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. It's it's so hard to open those things. I, was, I might have a Cosmo. Well, we got Cosmo open, please. Reset. There we go. We're still filming. Yeah. yeah. What was yours? Amazing. Mine was, what was I, Tommy, 22? 22.54. I'm the reigning what? champ, though. What? I didn't cut it in half. I feel like 20 seconds of mine went to opening that 100%. Fiasco. That's what I tried. That's why I gave you the opportunity. I tried. I did all your little. <laughs> and the, the secret is not to put the shaker down and whack it. It's just to hold it in your hand and just crack the shit out of it. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. That's how I'm the reigning champ. <laughs> Surely someone's going to come on here and beat me. I hope they do anyway. This week's episode is sponsored by you guys. Without your ongoing loyalty and support with the Mr. Consistent community, we wouldn't be able to run this podcast. So a big shout out and a thanks to you guys. Now back to the episode. Anyway, let's get back to it. You Living in LA, how long were you living in LA for? Um, I think it was a year. How long ago? When I was 14, 15. 14. 15. And then obviously you guys came back. And you guys have a studio down in Kingscliff? Like yeah. A, like, um, is that a family studio? Like, yeah. dad, mom, sort of? 
Yeah, so dad and his brother um, started the studio like 15 years ago. Yeah. And then we had one in Wagulga as well. And we Where's had one Mugulga? in Coffs Harbour, like yep. just outside yeah, of there. Yeah, okay, it's yep. just a little beach town. Yeah. Um, but they went to school there when they were younger and stuff. So they, their mum's there and got yeah. a little bit of family there. So it's kind of like a little hometown, second hometown. Yeah, cool. Um, but that one's cool. We had one in the Wollongong for a while, but got rid of that one. Yeah. It was a bit, it's a little bit rowdy out there. It is rowdy. Got, got, got very that's, rowdy. That's out where there. our first. Um, oh yeah, for you, Mike. Pull it down for us a little bit. <laughs> Talk it. Make love, Barry Watson. <laughs> Hello. Is there anybody? <laughs> um, <laughs> like that's where our first. Um, that's where our first kitchen was. Like it's like it's a cool little country town. Like it's got lots yeah. going on. It's like like a cool little scene out there. But yeah, it is a definitely a um, a rowdy little. It's, it's super rowdy. It, we just, um, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. No, it was a good shot while it lasted. So you're living yeah. living here, living on the Goldie, working out of Kingscliff. Yeah. Like you obviously, like I was chatting off air before, but you, like with the tattoos, you kind of just, you know, you open up bookings for two, three weeks or two, like two, one to two months and you, yeah. you kind of just let people book out so you've got a bit of freedom and you can work how you want to. Like work how you want to work. And yeah. Oh, thank you very much. I so think, I think like honestly, it's <laughs> stage <laughs> hand. Um, but I, I think, I think that's the one thing that makes you chill with like working harder or overtime or whatever is just knowing that I, because I only block it out in months at a time, I don't have that thing in my head where I'm like, well, you know, I have to be here for this long or, like, I've got that many things to get through. Like, I feel like that's the strain. Yeah. But if you don't have that, it's, like, it's so fun. Like, I love tattooing so you feel, much. Like, you're more an artist than a a tattooist, if you will. Like, yeah, you yeah, like, yeah. Do you ever feel like there's a time where you're like, oh, I'm just so sick of tattooing. I want to go make a bag. I want to yeah, go yeah. do a painting. I want to do something else. And it kind of give that's kind of giving you the freedom to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's uh, – th- I think that's kind of what I did with – when I was able to travel and stuff as well as I would have those breaks in between just so I could like go experience some weird shit and then yeah. write from that and paint from that or do yeah. whatever and just get a little break from tattooing. And then yeah. if I ran out of money over there, I'd do a little bit of tattooing and then bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> but like it was, I don't know, it's like it's such a cool tool to travel with, yeah. but it's nice having breaks in between because I'm not just a tattoo artist. Yeah. yeah. And you do lots of, like you said, you do lots of traveling tattooing. Yeah. Like, you do, like um, I know you've done some stuff for like Princess Polly and yeah, then yeah. some other brands you've done stuff for and then you've travelled like doing the Harley Davidson thing. Oh, that was a crazy trip. That was insane. That, that was wild. Did you actually like ride around like on motorbike, ride around with everyone and then just tattoo? Yeah, so we had um, a group of us. Um, so we had like a couple of skaters and then like musicians and we all just had like a just Harley a bunch of each. Just yeah, just around. like rowdy crowd and a bunch of Harleys and then we had two cars with all the equipment. Yeah. So I was in the car and I was doing the photography and the journal writing. Yeah, okay. Um, it was just so wild. We would just pull up wherever and just kind of like drink and sleep and camp and stuff and then just keep writing. And it was just literally just mayhem for like two weeks of just writing and partying. Like it was great. But we had galleries in between. So one of the artists, Dirt Squid, he had a gallery in Melbourne and then one in Gold Coast. Yeah. So it was the ride from... Melbourne to Gold Coast. Gold Coast, but yeah, it was just menace in between, but That's great so cool. on either end. Yeah, you cool. do photography, you do you obviously do paintings, all those kind of things. You've done books, yeah. Got, like what, I, you were going to bring your books in, but you guys go on. Um, <laughs> I as, as soon as Kirsten actually asked me to bring them in, I was like, oh yeah, I'll just 
keep them at the front door so I don't forget them. Halfway here, I'm like, oh, my God. How? I forget everything. I don't know why. Anyways. So yeah. Kirsten told me you, like you did a photography book on mouse. Like yeah. Spit or something it was That called. was the first like book a, I ever made. What's, like, um, what's, the, what's the fascination it, with mouse? I don't know. It was, um, I don't know, I think I was like 17 or 18 or something and it was just my first solo photography kind of. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know. I just started taking photos of my friends' mouths and then uh, just had this kind of cool idea of making a whole book about it and just get it as gross as I could. Like we're talking like like, open chewing, like what are we talking about? Yeah, like nasty, like really (laughs) nasty. Like it it was bad. I I actually was looking through it not too long ago. Um, Yeah, it's it's rough. It's a rough book, but I just really liked it, just the concept of having like a really uh, short, um, it's a word I'm looking for. That's a field. Yeah. And then just getting like all the tiny little lines around the mouth and stuff and then like whatever liquid they had or like yeah, right. like hooking up or anything. Like it was just like <laughs> super gruesome but cool. Like I just really liked it. I, and I just kind of. Me and Tom when we used to DJ, we used to film like um, dance floor pashies. Oh, like people, rough, <laughs> rough. People used to have this like weird and everyone was like, these are so good. Just watching yeah. people pash on the dance floor. I was like, I don't get it, but okay, whatever. It's so good. <laughs> it's just so, yeah, it was definitely just like super intimate and weird, but I yeah, liked absolutely. it. But, yeah, absolutely. It's so cool. What are the other books you've done? Because there's like. So that one was the first one. I think that was 17. And then yeah. when I was 19 or 18, um, I did my first solo trip because I've always traveled with my family, yeah. but for the first time I was traveled out to New York by myself and lived there for a couple of months. And it was just a coolest city in the world. I got married in New oh, York. It is amazing. It's ridiculous. I love it so much. It's so cool. And there's like even like upstate New York and everything yeah. as well. Like it's so beautiful. I love it there. Um but yeah, so I went out there and had the shittest fake ID ever. <laughs> and I'm like 18, running around the city by myself. Like I couldn't get in anywhere. I couldn't yeah. actually drink. But um I think because I was by myself and I had an accent, no one actually ever carded me. Yeah. But just in case, like, I had this, like, it literally looked like a piece of cardboard with, like, What's a that? sandwich bag <laughs> stapled around at my age written in crayon. Like, it was so <laughs> bad. It was so bad. But it got me in through a few places, which is cool. And then I just kind of, the book was about just that, just being, like, underage and just, oh, not underage, but just being, like, coming of age in a city by yourself. Yeah. And it was just, like, a little novella. That's book number two. Yeah, and then book three was um, a poetry book that I just actually released. So I didn't release any of those other two. Yeah, um, I released this poetry book just this year or last year. Got the flower on the front. Yeah, mercy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fun. And it's just like a an accumulation of all my poems and drawings and stuff. Over the past couple stuff, of years, because yeah. your Instagram is so like it's so cool. Like I go Thank on there, you. You, you get in like. You know, when you go into somebody's Instagram, you end up in a rabbit hole. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I end up in a rabbit hole on your Instagram. Where, like when Kirsten sent it through, I was like, oh, my God, yeah. this is so cool. Like, <laughs> oh, and, I, and I've you, seen your stuff previously when um, like when I've just been scrolling or somebody tags you when they've just got a new tattoo or something like that. Mm. And that's when I always end up in a rabbit hole and you're just like, oh, so pretty cool. Oh, thank you, dude. I appreciate so that. Awesome. Thank you. What like the t- I guess the tattooing is one part of what you do and then you've got you, – like you've just done a gallery which is – uh, you've done a bunch of different medias, like the bag, like the bag, obviously you did the paintings. Tell us how, like you were saying to me before, like your dad did the metal work, your mum did the leather work. Mm. All that, like that bag is so rad. Like and there was another you. one. Yeah, this one was, um, this is my one of my favourite pieces. So mum did all the leather work and kind of like hand-stitched that whole thing. Like there's not a bit of computer work on there at all. Like it's just all hand-stitched. That's She's so insane cool. with her hands. And then dad... Uh, did the metalwork through here and all these little bits and then I just did the painting with the some painting, leather paint. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. And you're like, is your family collab on 
different art pieces all yeah. the time or like do, instead of turning the TV on, do you guys just start painting together or like yeah, do it, uh, like it, um So dad and my brother Connor actually just finished building a Triumph together, like a little Mobike together. Yeah. That's so cool. So it's just kind of like little projects here and there and then dad also works on a bunch of VR stuff with my other brother Jamaica yeah. and they just, yeah, whatever our common interests are, we usually collaborate on stuff together. That's so and cool. And then me and mum are doing like a bunch more of these like to order and stuff. So, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Have you had any like, like obviously the, like traveling and tattooing like the Harley Davidson thing, working with a company like that. Um, and then you travel with Alice in Wonderland, like as a personal tattoo artist, like what, what does that look like? I, like, are you just like after a show, she's like, uh, like gets the crowd numbers tattooed on her or like what, what, mm. <laughs> how does that, like, how does that work? Like a personal tattoo artist, like just. She, um, she just has a really cool crew around her. She's such a such a cool woman. She just um, it's so, it's so funny. Like she, so she'll have like a, her own little like caravan or like green room or whatever yeah. behind her show. You're just and sitting there. Yeah, I'm just sitting there with a needle ready. <laughs> no, uh, she's very precise for the time. No, yeah. <laughs> she, she just has like her whole crew there. So she'll have like her like uh, camera people or just like her manager and really lovely manager. Yeah. Um, back then, I don't know if he's still there, but um. Yeah, I don't know. She'll just have her whole like team out the back and they'll all be chilling and just kind of like drinking and whatnot. And then we'll just kind of like sit around and tattoo each other, I guess. I don't know. It's just it's just super it's super relaxed, super casual. Is that like but a paid gig? Like is that a legit like So she's actually a, a, an old family friend. So yeah, right. she um that one was just kind of like a like a like a friend thing. And she like Come brought brought me on brought me on a board. tour and stuff. So I was like super grateful. Like it Jump was so on much the bus fun. And yeah. Away we go. yeah, she had like this cool little caravan out the back of her show. It was so funny seeing someone like just absolutely relaxed and chill just like in that environment you're all just drawing and just hanging out and then she goes onto this stage and just has thousands of people just like she blew up hard oh she's so good at it like Mm. she just gets the crowd insane and she just she's such a small woman she's She's so little like she's so little (laughs) and she's so lovely and she just I don't know. Her presence is so cool on the stage, like to watch her side and then just go back to a normal, like, chill. You're so, so cool weird. about the whole thing, like going on tour with that, like doing like all those things. Has there been any like, like you're obviously cool. Has there already been like pinch me moments? Like where like. Oh, definitely whole, all the time. Holy shit, like I can't believe I'm sitting here, I'm tatting, like tattooing this person or um, I'm here with this person or like. Has yeah, there been definitely. Any of those? There's definitely been like a lot of, um, uh, rowdy like scenarios like that where we I I get so nervous in those situations anyway I think most tattoo artists before they are about to tattoo someone get quite nervous and then when it's in an environment like that where there's like quite a bit of pressure just additional pressure you're already like quite nervous so you're not really thinking about it and then when you leave you're like oh what just happened like like no it's just like so weird it's so weird but yeah it's um there's been some really really cool experiences um I actually did a Coachella party one year and it ended up finishing at like five in the morning and then I was with a bunch of friends and we all slept in the car for like two hours outside the front and, and then for like a brand or for a person or is it like a um it was Bella Bella Thorne's yeah, uh, yeah. she had like a pre-Coachella party and she yeah, had this crazy that. house just like just Those own, yeah like so little cute. cabanas everywhere <laughs> and shit. like it was really cool um her and her sister are so lovely as well like super super lovely and they just had like this really cool party going on. And she was like, oh, like come do some little tattoos. And they had a really cool crew as well. Um, but then after that, me and my friends kind of just went straight from there to the snowfields and just like 
skied. So it's just like weird stuff like that, like in between. I don't know. It's just like it's so fun being over there. I love it. It's, it's so cool. It feels like your artwork just like leads you in like to, to different places yeah, and di- yeah. into different people and you meet people and then you go elsewhere with the people you just met. Like is that kind of how it rolls out? Yeah, yeah. It gets – um. I don't know. Yeah, the, it, there's so many different weird scenarios that it just kind of like pulls you into and it's awesome. Like you don't – you don't always have the same kind of jobs and then also doing different stuff like videography and stuff like that as well. Yeah. There's just so many different kind of ventures. There's a – I actually love doing photography and stuff as well, like in journal writing and doing like photo series and stuff like that. And I got to do like a bunch with um, a company called Patty. So it's just like they're just like all – they get like groups of like girls doing wild shit. Yeah, right. And then just take them – we did a trip like in this old 90s limo and then just like That's rode awesome. across America in it and then just skated and surfed and did whatever we wanted for like two weeks in this limo and then tattooed on the sides and and wrote and it was crazy. It was sick. But I love cool. that kind of stuff. So it's like all mixes together and you get different kind of parts out of it. Yeah. Do you feel like you want to do your own thing like that? Like do you get into a point – like I, I don't know, I feel like in Australia you might have the, the pull to be able to pull something off like that yourself. Like – I, I rent just an, rent I, an old limo and go do that across oh, Australia yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like and just like do pop up parties and pop up like tattoo like galleries or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, I would love to. I would, I love that kind of stuff so much. Getting those like teams together and just spending like two weeks with like such a cool yeah. group is I don't know, there's something else about it. It's like super nice. I love doing that kind of stuff. But and, yeah. yeah. Anything else you're working on? Like you work like now that the gallery's done and dusted and I'm working on a second series of paintings at the moment. I'm just kind of like trying to find a ground in yep. there. And then um, also working on another poetry book, just slowly kind of like collecting stuff. Yeah. Um, is your Instagram, like like when you go through your Instagram, is like are they the drawings and stuff? Because you put up illustrations, you put up tattoos on people. Are they the drawing stuff you're like want to give people or they're just things that you just doodle and you're like, I like that, I'm going to chuck it up on Instagram? Yeah, I was like, it, yeah, it's a bit of everything. So if, if I'm like either I've, I don't know, it's just kind of like a mix of just influences of just like either movies that I've watched yeah. that I like or like songs that I'm listening to or like a scenario that I'm in with like the partner or whatever, yeah. like just anything. It just kind of like whatever mood I'm in, I'll just do a little drawing or a little bit of writing yeah. and then just put it up there. Some of it makes it into like the books and stuff yeah. and then some of it's just literally just – to put up <laughs> your style is like obviously like iconic to you like there's not there's not many people out there that do a style like you have and that's what's oh, you. made you so popular thank I, you. like i like i as i said i get caught in a wormhole in your instagram yeah. <laughs> do you get people coming in like oh you did this on that person can i have it and what like what's the rules around like yeah, that because like, somebody so doesn't have any tattoos like i like i would but i i've got to a point where in my life where i like i like drawing i like illustrating i do all those kind of things i would be like oh i want something like this, I wouldn't want something anybody else has. Exactly the same, yeah, yeah. But it's, like I, I imagine there's people out there like, I want this that that person yeah, has. Yeah, it's it's funny. I get a lot of – a lot of my clientele are quite young, so the, a lot of people come in asking for the same stuff. Yeah. And then, you know, you talk them through it and you're like, look, I can't – it's insane for me to just start stamping everyone with the same stamp, yeah. especially when someone else got it personally for them and you yeah, just happen yeah. to like the same design. And they're usually like, oh, that's fine. Like, that's so chill. I didn't even think about that. That's yeah. fine. And it usually goes fine. And then you'll get the few in between. And I hate confrontation. Like, I, really, <laughs> I hate confrontation. So you'll get the few in between that are just teenage girls, man. They're so ballsy. Oh, yeah. So they're... ballsy. <laughs> and they'll come in and they'll just be like, but I've driven all this way. And I'm like, I don't know what to say, man. I'm not – I can't do this. Like, especially if it's like someone like, like a – 
like celebrity or something, yeah, but, and yeah. they're asking for the exact same as them. I'm like, I'm gonna get dragged if I do that. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to disrespect that person. I also don't want to get dragged on Instagram. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm good. There's a fine I'm not gonna line do it. Yeah. of being like an artist, like a ta- artist and a tattoo artist, and then versus, a printer. Yeah, and like yeah. then like you know you walk into a shop. I feel like a lot to go. Like I don't know what your your gallery down there, like the tattoo studios, like yeah. down there. But like you walk into most tattoo shops and it's like there's just loads and loads of stuff they've done on a wall. Flash. Yeah, and it, and it feels like um, it feels like they're shopping for a tattoo yeah, versus like yeah. something that's a unique like, design. Yeah, unique to them or something yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. It's like something cross or whatever. Like Tom's got a stuff cross <laughs> over here. Like, <laughs> Dragon into it. But like people get and then like like they're shopping for a tattoo because they like I don't know I don't know what reason I would just never do it. But then. As a tattoo artist, like I'd feel, I feel like I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah, because I mean, because there's two different parts of it, and it's like a lot of people just like it for the sake of liking it, which is sick. Like yeah. get a, get whatever you want on you, but if someone's got a unique design, and you're trying to take it from them. That's super unfair on yeah. that person. Like and if so it's I, Mickey Mouse or something, I get yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> if it's something you really can't change too much, it's like whatever. Yeah. There's like so much leeway on that. If it's someone else's design, hard no. Mm. If it's someone something unique that I've done on someone else, hard no. And yep. when you try and explain that. I, like a girl tried to bully me into doing it. Stop I'm like, it. <laughs> I'm sitting there. And I'm like, it was like late at night as well. She got like the last session. And I'm sitting there by myself in this studio, and she's like, "I, you have to do this. Like, I've come all this way. I've paid a deposit and everything. Like, you have to do this." And I'm like, I was so shy and nervous. Like sitting next to her, she got like a little posse of friends there. That camera's going off. <laughs> she, got, yeah. she got a little posse of friends there, and I'm like, dude, I'm not gonna be bullied into this. And she's like. Oh, I'm not trying to bully you. And I'm like, no, you are. You're standing like above me, like telling me what to do. And it just got so awkward that we ended up doing something completely different. And then after that, I was like, all right, I just have to like put my foot down. Like, cause there's been a lot of times where I've been like wishy-washy about it, like in my earlier days. And then I was just like, nah, I'm just, it's not, it's not it's so unfair for someone that's like put all this time into their design and then for someone else to just. Yeah. And, and like, it's your time as well. You know, that's like, that's what they're paying yeah. for is your creativity. Yeah, like yeah. if I'm booking in with Coco, like. I want your style. I want like I want to work on you with something. They don't. Yeah. They kind of don't really get that. Like from a artistic point of view, they're yeah. just like, I just want to. I just want that. And it's like, well, that's not how it fucking. Yeah, works. exactly. And it's like, yeah, it sucks. There's like definitely some people that try and push it and get weird about it, but the rest of them are usually actually really chill about it. Where does your style come from? Because like it's obviously like thin line tattoo. Or like, what do you? How do you tattoo? What? Do you, where's the style come from? Like, is there? Because it's pretty I don't specific. Know. Like it's so specific. Like as somebody who does art like it's you're very specific in how it looks and how it feels and all those kind of like it makes you feel a certain way yeah when you look at your work oh thank you um it's i don't know i honestly because i'd always done what like as i said it's it's very specific it's very like it's a how do I explain? it's like specific to you like you have a certain style it's really thin it's really beautiful it's pretty it's like when somebody puts it on, like it, it makes people feel special when they put it on their skin. It's not just a giant, you're not just whacking a big sticker on somebody. <laughs> Whacking. <laughs> Go ahead. Nah, it it's, it's so because I've always done realism ever since I was like a kid. Yeah. Oh, as close as realism as you could get as a kid. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I always did that. And because tattooing was already in the family, everyone was like, well, when are you going to start? Like, are you going to actually do tattooing? And I was like, no, I just didn't like, I just, I didn't see my style as tattoos. Yeah, and I was right. like, I just, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And then I randomly, I would just go ham on these canvases where yeah. I was just like doing whatever. And I would just keep ruining them. And so I got to a point where I was like, all right, this actually costs a lot. So I'm going to have to like take my time with it. So I would do like a little, 
drawing beforehand, like a sketch, yeah, and then a more detailed one, and then do the canvas instead of just wasting it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it gets expensive. Yeah, and I, I was just like wasting it, like it was nothing. Yeah. And then when I got older and like had to start paying for them myself, I was like, <laughs> oh, like this sucks. So I like started doing it in like little bits like that, and then I started really liking the original sketches and yeah. like just kind of like weird little simple kind of drawings instead of that big realism stuff. And then I started playing around with that style for a while before I even started tattooing and it got a little bit of traction and I was like, oh, I actually really like this style just for like stickers and shirts and stuff like that yeah. and just like random little doodles. I don't know. I just really liked it. And then I was like, oh, I could actually do this as tattoos. Like I would like to do this because it's stuff that I would get on me. Yeah. Whereas I wouldn't have gotten like a big realism piece on myself. Big, um, I wouldn't yeah. like to do that as tattoos. So I was like. Big portrait. Yeah, yeah. And then I was dog. like, yeah, it's a big, huge <laughs> Doberman Um. And, yeah, so I just kind of started playing around with it and then I really liked it and I realised that you could travel with it and you could just be your, your own kind of thing. Yeah. And I was like, cool, let's do it and just kind of rolled with it. Do you do like stick, like obviously stick and poke kind of no, stuff? No, I've never. So the first tattoo I actually ever did was in my kitchen with one of my friends and it was with <laughs> a sewing like needle. I feel like that's most how <laughs> It was so bad. I used pen ink. Oh, my God. Pen ink with a sewing needle and a little thread to keep the ink on the – End of the night. Oh, oh, I probably shouldn't go into depth about this. People. <laughs> That's not <laughs> how you do, do it. <laughs> no, but it's like it was. Uh, go get a tetanus yeah. shot. <laughs> it was so bad. Like I was using like full on pen ink, and that's just poisonous. Or what? Like, yeah. So it was just in my kitchen. I was like seventeen, I think, was one of my friends. We were just like tattooing. House party Thank or something, God, like... no. It was just me and her in my kitchen oh, on so, a random night. Hey, feel like yeah. a feel like a, hey, feel like a sewing needle tattoo. <laughs> But we just did them. Trust me, I'm, my dad's a tattoo artist. I'm good. I can I'm good. Do it. I'm good. Oh, it was super ratchet. I don't know why that happened, but it did. And uh, after that, I just kind of started playing with like actual machines and stuff, and then really liked it, so stuck with it. What's your What's your dad like? Your dad's style and your uncle's style like? Are they five? dad doesn't actually tattoo. He okay. just like started the shop with my uncle. Yeah. Um. He does it for like like a little bit of fun here yeah, and there, yeah, like yeah. on me or my brothers or our friends or whatever, yeah. or himself. He doesn't actually like book out a No, 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 he doesn't. Yeah. He's never actually worked as a tattoo artist. Yeah. He's just been like running the shops and yeah, like cool. stuff like that. Businessman. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah, the business side of it. And then my uncle does kind of like a little bit of everything really. Yeah. Jack of all trades as a kind of tattoo artist used to be. Like how they kind of just did a bit of everything. Yeah, There was yeah, no yeah. like honed in style. Yeah. Well, I mean the – there was, but like they just kind of like did everything. Yeah. Walk-ins were so much more common as they're not really now. People like search for their artists and travel for their artists. Yeah, it feels like the tattoo industry has become a little bit more. You know, they the artist is a little bit more specific. Yeah, versus yeah. like a a late night drunk. I'm gonna go yeah. get a smiley face on my. Ass I mean, those or, are great <laughs> as well. I have so many of those. My feet are like playing grounds for my friends like they can do whatever they want yeah. on my feet so i just got like super weird scribbles on my feet socks on and yeah i never take my socks off i never take my socks off. no one's ever seen my feet no. um no they just got real weird scribbles on there but um yeah i don't know it's it's funny it's it's really it's really cool that people just get to like kind of hone in on their own style now and people travel for it people travel so much for their own artists now, so many friends cool. so many friends do that like they just love certain artists they they're They'll walk in and be like, I don't know, create me something. Yeah. Me, like, let Yeah. Their, and let there's their so much artist, trust. Let yeah. the artist be the artist and trust them. And yeah. that's when you get something really cool and personal that at the yeah. end of the day, you're like, that's what makes it cool. Yeah. I feel exactly. Like. And yeah. there's that whole, like, kind of, yeah, like you were saying, little bond between them in, in between that where they get to make shit together. Yeah. Instead of it just being like, give me that off the wall, which Absolutely. is still like, it is what it is. Like, what came first, painting, drawing, writing? 
obviously tattooing was towards the end. You're like, you've been tattooing. No, tattooing was the first. No, okay. <laughs> six years. You've been six. tattooing for like five, six years now? Yeah. Um, Are you 24? So you started. Like I started 18? when I was like 19 or 18. 18, 18 or 19, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the first thing, I actually just found a photo of me the other day um, where I was like four or five and I'm sitting there with a pen in my hand, just like solid grip on it, just going ham with this piece of paper. So I think I've always drawn yeah. ever since I was little. I remember writing when I was really young. It was just like weird little stories. Yeah, I never really like thought much of it. I thought yeah. it was just something to do. And then I started really getting into writing um, in my like mid to late teens. That's so cool. Like a, like my daughter loves drawing. Like she just yeah. constantly always, she's like always got a pen. We go out to dinner. She's just like, I need to bring my pens. I need to bring yeah, my that's and awesome. Stuff like that. and it's like encouraging that creativity is so cool at that young age because it like, like I've grown up to be like at a, like the brand director of this business, but like artwork and all those kind of things is what makes people feel it, like feel something about yeah, yeah. something and like get them emotionally invested into a brand or a business or whatever it is. And like people obviously are emotionally invested into what you do as a tattoo artist. And yeah. Like you've got, um, you've still got paintings for sale. Yeah. From the gallery. Yeah. You've got like, are you going to sell the, because I know you made another bag. Are you going to sell the other bag or is it like. Um, I'll definitely sell the other bag before <laughs> I sell this one. this one. I love this one so much. It's so I just, cool. I've been, I had it in my head for so long that I wanted to make it. And yeah. then we finally made it happen. So I'm like attached to this bag. It's so but cool. But we're definitely doing like bags to order. And then. um Little back Hopefully there. the camera's on. It's like all custom. So sick. Yeah. I was super stoked to that one. Mum did a crazy job on that. What did you use to paint the leather? I just, just like leather, leather paint. Leather paint. Yeah. Um. So someone actually asked me on the night. They were like, "Did you stencil that, or is that by hand?" By hand. That's fucking insane. But like, it's so. Someone asked me on the night. They were like, "Posca pen." I'm like, "What the? I just spent all this time with a paintbrush." Bro, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it is a ama- like that's amazing. Like it is Thank so you. clear. Like it's obviously like leather's textured and stuff. Yeah. So it's got that weird kind of texture under it, mm. which I was like actually bummed out about at the first because it was really hard to get those straight lines, but I like the texture. It's perfect. It's, thank you. Appreciate so it. rad. Can you make me a bum bag? <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Leather bum bag. Real tight. <laughs> I'd have a wallet. <laughs> it's so cool. Thank you and so you, much. And your mum, what, what's your mum do? Is she jeweler, like jeweler, yeah. bag maker? Like what's her, um, for her to be able to like obviously hand sew, cut, all that kind of mm. stuff? There's, she obviously does some sort of craftsmanship. She just randomly started it like um, – couple of years ago now and just kind of like has been teaching herself and like watching online courses and stuff like that and like going to like little things but just randomly kind of went with it and she's crushing it like she's so I don't know she makes some really cool stuff so cool and she, she makes like, cool like silverware and stuff as well are there any of her rings on your fingers no I'm such a shit Coco. I know <laughs> I could just be it- <laughs> 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 you had a couple on there no mum makes some like solid ones like this but like way more chunky but Are any like any of those meaningful? Like you've obviously got a bunch of stuff on there. You don't have your mum's stuff on. So this is mum's old ring that yeah, she gave right. to me. This is one of my best friends gave me this. So cool! It's huge. I love this one. It gets caught on everything. Yeah, I imagine like, it like does. everything, people's jaws and like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whack down a coolie hotel or something. <laughs> that's, that's the grounds that would happen for sure. No, yeah, these are these are all just like little collected pieces along the way so cool random stuff what do you do like obviously you do tattooing you do art what do you do outside of those two things like we've touched on heaps of that but like what do you do outside of that like what what else is there 
Bait. Drink Mr. Consistent. <laughs> <laughs> Drink <heaps>. heavily. <laughs> no, um, I don't know. I really like reading. Um, I love movies. What kind of stuff know, do you read? Like, um, my favorite writer is definitely Scott Fitzgerald. No I don't know. I, I like Gatsby. Yeah, and like okay, gotcha. Tender as the Night, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Like Tender as the Night is one of my favorite books. Um, and I don't know. I just really like how he he's like a. I don't know, it's like poetry in between, yeah. like just like normal stuff. I like Bukowski as well. Bukowski's yeah. great. Um, but yeah, I don't know, just a little bit of anything. I just kind of like. Like surf, skate, like any of those things still or like is it all just. Do, do I? Yeah. Oh, uh, too many books. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, no, no, no. No, yeah, I, do, I definitely skate. I'm like in between cars right now. So I'm like trying to find an old Lincoln yeah, Continental right. if any of you. If, anyone, if, anyone if anyone's got a Lincoln, Lincoln for sale, I've got a buyer. I'll only take 10% commission. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just like trying to find one of those. So I'm like in between cars and I'm just like skating everywhere at the moment. It's so easy. I live like in Burley, so I can just literally skate everywhere on those little penny boards. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're so small. So I can just, you can just like pick it up and go straight into a bar and like sit it next to you. And it's like not. So good. Like it's so chill. What? But the other day I was skating. I just like really hurt my back the other day. So I had to take a day off and like have a massage. <laughs> I come out of the masseuse and I'm like fresh and I'm like just skating along. Wheel comes off. Stop it. I'm like, God, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a car or a skateboard now. I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. It's rough, man. Just walking. It's rough. <laughs> just, a, just a walking woman. Where's uh, like you're obviously living in Burley. What, like what's your, what's your bar? There's lots of cool bars and restaurants around there. What do you? Rosella's is great. Yeah, that's cool. That's it? such a cool little spot. Such a little Al Stewart in the toilets. Yeah. It's, so it's insane. You sit in there and you're like, this is actually great. Yeah, it's such, a, it's such a cool bar. Like it's been a while. Like obviously the culture of the Gold Coast is um, for a long time there. It lacked thereof. Oh, 100%. Of culture. Yeah. And it feels like it, like places like Dust Temple where you've just had your, yeah. your like they're really embracing culture. Yeah, Dust Temple is amazing. I it's love that It's such a cool spot. space. Yeah. Like it is everything in that whole building is like custom yeah. made, custom built. Like we do, I've done a charity event there, Empty Bowls, and like we did like a giant long pottery table with actually Tom who's recording this podcast, his mum. She's a potter and we did like, we filled the whole place with bowls Sick. and everyone pays like a hundred bucks and you come in and you, you get a, um, you get to choose a, like a booth, how do you say it? Bespoke bowl from a pot, like yeah, a yeah, local yeah. potter, potters yeah. around Australia, get to choose one. And then like local cafes come in, they serve you up dinner and then the money goes to like the homeless around That's like, the Gold Sick. Coast. Like, That's awesome. They, they do such cool stuff there. Like, and it, it feels like a, a venue that is yeah. Creating culture and creating oh, stuff 100%, on the Gold Coast because yeah. that's like, and especially like bars like Rosella's. Yeah, there's Lockwood. There's all those really cool, like even Justin Lane. You know, like it, all the uh, everyone's going to the pub, but Justin Lane's still creating that. You know, that cool culture. Yeah. They've still got that music culture going on. There's a bit of music culture going on at the pub, but then all the little like, uh, what's the other bars in Novies? We got Split. Yeah, Split. Split actually reminds me a lot of like. Um, I don't like downtown LA, Absolutely. like it's like, especially with that big billboard. I'm like, yeah. it just reminds me of like, I, I really there. like that spot. I met the owner the other week and I went in there and he's like, yeah, we've got like a secondhand clothing thing opening up behind the reception girl. When you walk up the stairs at the, just before you get to the disco ball, there's like a little booth. And he's like, yeah, you can just like go buy a t-shirt in there and stuff. And they do heaps of drag stuff. And Sick. They're doing really cool things up there. Like they yeah. just, just want to, they want to do galleries. They want to mm. do all parties. They just want to do really cool stuff. Cause that's, I feel like the Gold Coast has lacked a little bit of culture. Yeah. But now that everyone, all, all the really cool people that were overseas have had to come home. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, here, yeah. Like it's popping off here, I feel like. Yeah, there's there's so many cool little spots opening up. It's it's unreal. What's and your just... favourite dinner spot? Oh, um, oh, that's tough. Do you know what? There's a really good little um, proper Italian spot. I can't, I can't even remember. Stone Mill. Where's and it? so it's Where like in it? Burley and you know – you know where that old uh, petrol station was? Right in the middle of Burley? Like out the back? No, like. The yeah, the one on the highway. Oh, it's like right near Pab. Oh, yeah, 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 right. It's like right near Pab. So on that opposite road, there's like this little Italian spot. And it's just so cozy and like yeah, proper right. Italian food. And it's just, I don't know, there's something about it. I just love it. And everyone's Italian in there. It's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called um, Stone Mill. Yeah. Really? It's this cozy little spot. It's so warm in there. Everyone's just like huddled in, eating their little food and drinking wine. Like it's great. That's I love sick. it. It's I really nice. I knew it was there. there. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go try. It. Yeah, it's really, really good. Um, so you worked on the TV series. Yeah. Like oh, okay. So, um, yeah. So, I, I. Where was it to start with? In the states. Yeah. Okay. So one of my friends, when I first moved out to the states, I had no friends. Like me and my brothers had no friends out there, obviously, because we just moved to this yep. new city and we didn't know anyone. We went to Hollywood High for like a couple of days and no one would speak to us. Like, just brushing you up. Yeah, it was Every weird. Everyone had their clicks and like, even though the accent couldn't get you across no, the No, I was like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> no one would speak to us. And then there was like this one girl that like spoke to me in class. She was really nice. But other than that, like, I don't know, it was like scarce, man. Like, it was hard to get friends out there. So we Explain left. Explain what the hive is to people. To the what? What 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 is this the high what, what Hollywood High yeah the, what is it it's a high school yeah right so I went to like so you went to high school there Hollywood yeah, yeah. High like there gotcha because you could only go in your area code yeah okay so if you lived in Hollywood you have to yeah. go to that school if you lived in gotcha. wherever you had to yeah, go to that yeah, school okay. and you weren't allowed to go to other area codes which is so weird but whatever unless private school like you could pay to get like a, I don't know was it was it. it was super weird like you, we we genuinely just couldn't go to another school yeah and then okay. so we were like. Like me and my brothers just refused. Oh, what? We're going here. Yeah, we're like, we just refused to start showing up after that because it was just awkward at school. Like, yeah. Like, I don't know. It was just really weird. Anyway, so we stopped going. Um, and then I randomly met one of my best friends now over there. He was playing a show. Um, and we just randomly met afterwards and started hanging out. Um, and he was, like, successful as, like, a kid in um, movies and whatnot. And then he went through, like, this weird stage where he was, like, growing into a man but still very much he's, – he's going to hate me for saying this. <laughs> he's, like, quite short. Yeah. And he, <laughs> he went through this, like, weird phase where he was, like, a teenager but because he'd been shaving since he was so young yeah. for the movies and stuff, he had, like, a beard oh, but he was still so short because he was a teenager. Yeah, and, like, yeah <laughs> full, like, weird in-between mix and he wasn't, like, getting many roles at that point. And so me and him would, like, always joke about it. And then we got really drunk one night and we were just, like, talking shit about it and, like, laughing about it. And then we were like, let's write a show about that. Like, it's funny. Like, you've hit, like, a midlife crisis but you're only 19. Like, you can't get – like, he wasn't getting roles and stuff. So we were like, let's write a show about that. You're like, a you're successful like kid actor and now you're just – Down and out at 19. Like, <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. He's got a beard. <laughs> you got a beard and you look like you're 12. Like, <laughs> it's so wild. And so we – I wrote this whole script um, about about that basically kind of like a like a soft – like, one of my favourite shows is Eastbound and Down. Yeah. Like, that is, like, my all-time – I love that show so much. It was kind of just like a down-and-out kind of thing but for, like, a, a like a child star or whatever. Yep. 
And maybe I'm giving this away too much. But anyway, um, so we wrote that and then just filmed it over like a couple of months while I was there. And we had no money at this point. Like we're like 18, 19, like yeah. no money. We had like a budget each day of like $15 for like a case of beers between us, a pack of cigarettes <laughs> and like a Starbucks. Um, Saving your tuck shop money. for <laughs> Literally like we would have like our breakfast was like a little like Starbucks muffin and then we'd all have like a case of beers for the rest of the day and like a pack of cigarettes to share. <laughs> and that was it. That was all we had. And we were like, we had like our camera gear that we that we already had. So we didn't really have to spend money on that. Everything yeah. else was like, I was like duct taping my camera to the front bonnet to like try and get these like nice smooth shots and stuff. Like we had to like, what's great about LA is Giant like- gimbal. Literally like, and it was just actually me in the back. Like we had to film this shot where he's like riding his bike towards the thing. And it's just me hanging out the back of this car and the boots open. And I'm dangling, uh, driving up this hill. So I'm like dangling out of the car. One of the other girls has got her arms around me from the back seat, Stop strapping it. me in. And I'm like dangling out of this car, like just trying to film him. And everything was just like super makeshift like that. But it was so fun because everything that we did was so r- ratchet and ridiculous that it would just give us more to write about. Yeah, like yeah. just how stupid it was. Next that like, next next. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. we didn't have... Like everything that we were doing was just like turning into the actual show. So yeah. it was like we were living the show and we just like filmed that for ages. And um, Did you put it out anywhere? No. we. I, Have I, you I still, still got it? I've still got it. Still got I've it. still got it. It's sitting in my like Surely camera, this is like, like a YouTube series or something. I want like, to. Like it's um something I really want to bring out and like I have like a script for it and everything. Like I've, I want to bring it out. I think it would be a really funny show. It was just so hilarious because it was him and it was yeah, just yeah. like, I don't is know. Is he still fine? Like is he... Like has he got? Yeah, he's past, doing. He's doing. He's got cool. past the manchild stage. Now. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like, doing, he's, he's like focusing on his music career now, but yeah, he's right. like, he's doing. He's doing some really cool shit now. But he. Um, I'm glad he grew into his beard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so great. That was the funniest like phase, and just yeah, that whole that whole experience is great. It was just, like so much fun. I love doing that kind of stuff, and it's so cool in that area. Why I love traveling back and forth around that area so much is because everyone's like wants to be doing stuff. So you wake up in the morning and there's always something on, like some like your friend's doing a video shoot here yeah. or someone's doing like something on the other side of the town. You're like, you're always creating. LA and is like literally a hive of creativity. Yeah. Right? Everyone's there trying to Hustle make it or do and make something. Stuff, yeah. Like no one's got any money and everyone's just trying to make shit happen. And it's funny. And like like yeah. it's, it's so funny watching people like scramble together to get things done when they don't have money. Like when, like when we were doing all that, like just the amount of stories that we got from that, from not having money and just like yeah. trying to scrape shit together was like so funny. Makes you realise how hard shit is. Yeah, right? it really is. And just like, I don't know, I love that kind of stuff. I love that struggle. It's so fun. That's so cool. I hope you put it out. Like, that'd be I so, do want to bring it out. Some sort of like YouTube series yeah. or something. It would be so cool. Yeah, I definitely got to uh, scratch up on my film. Edit, editing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Need someone to edit for We are, Kirsten's worked really hard. On a podcast or oh, a game that is wrapped around the uh, yeah, clap clap. <laughs> it's called the Shake Up, and we're doing a. It's the first card game we're going to release. It's a uh, Never Have I Ever pack. This is just a sample pack that we've done. Sick. But I'm not going to show you the cards. She's going to choose yeah. one. <laughs> so it's a pack of cards. Anyway, they're all Never Have I Ever questions. We wanted to create something that uh, you could you know come like tell a funny story. And the whole idea, what have we got the rules here? How to decide who begins. The last person to shake up a Mr. Consistent cocktail draw draws the first card. So that's definitely you because I won. You didn't beat my time. Shots fired. Shots fired. And then here we go. Where are we? 
Plays must go ahead. Best story to earn a card. Honest, honesty is the best policy after all. This is a winner's game. So you've got to draw a card and if you've got a story about it, you've got to tell it. And if I've got a story about it, you've got, I've got to tell it. So I'm going to let you choose the card. I've Shit. selected a few cards out of here because it was like, have you regretted a tattoo and stuff like that? I feel like you haven't regretted a tattoo, even though you may have. <laughs> that we spoke about off air. <laughs> <laughs> but you get to choose a card. Oh, what do we got in here? There's some good shit in there. Choose a card. Right, no, just yeah, yeah, just gonna pick one, and then you read it out, and then hopefully you got a story. Oh damn! I you had got a paranormal st- experience. Have you? No. Haven't you? I wish. Actually, yeah. Let's pick again. I've I've never had a paranormal no, experience. Like, a, yeah, that's so far from my wheelhouse of, wheelhouse. <laughs> of things that I believe in. Regifted something I didn't like. No, I haven't. You haven't. No. Damn, this, I'm not doing good at this. Nah. <laughs> Let's choose another card. <laughs> <laughs> Purposely given out a fake number. I actually did that once. Are we talking? And accidentally gave my actual number. Oh, stop it. Uh, so you forgot I went to, to change them. the one number. So me and my brother had a really similar number when we were younger. And I think I went to give... I think I went to give him... Okay, the worst part about this as well is dad was standing right next to me. Stop it. And this guy comes over to me and he's like asking for my number. I'm like, oh, my God, do I cut this guy off and say this is my – I don't know. It was just like really <laughs> awkward and it was just like – I don't know. The whole scenario was super weird and I was like, Fuck, I'm just going to give this guy like my brother's number because yeah. it's so close to mine. I, can, I won't stutter or anything. Yeah, yeah. And I think I ended up switching it up at the end and accidentally gave him mine. Stop it. And then – he, he could message me. He called you? Did he No, call? he was just like messaging me. But Yeah, right. And <laughs> that's my actual fiancé. <laughs> yeah, but that's, it's actually not that great of a story. Too. I, upon, upon reflection. Upon reflection. It's actually a shit story. <laughs> but you fucked up. You should have given the yeah. wrong number. Oh, man. I, there was, do you know the Pines Shopping Centre? Yeah. I was like, I would have been like 16 and we were – we were, I was with some mates and we're in his car. He's got like this giant bull bar in his car, like old shitty Subaru. And he reversed out and he scraped the whole side of the car. And somebody saw it happen. And I was like, they were like, you need to leave your number. I was like, yep. So I like wrote my number down on a piece of paper. I didn't even do the scratching. I was like, I just got out of the car and wrote, pretended to write a number down. Obviously not the right number because I was, 16 and absolutely shitting myself. He just got his license and I just had my license sitting in his car. Like, holy shit, we just scratched the shit out of the side of his car. Written <laughs> written down a, a fake number, put it under. So sorry. Um, call me for my insurance details, blah, blah, blah. Here's my number. Put it under the windscreen. Somebody saw me that knew me through school, like a, a, a mum that like I went to school with her daughter, saw me put the number under there, saw me scratch the car. Anyway, the wrong – I actually put the wrong number on there. Monday morning rolls around. This is like on a Saturday or something. Monday morning rolls around. Jared Bell, can you please come to the principal's no. office? And she'd gone to the school and told him and like gone back into the pines, told the centre manager. They'd put it over the car. If your registrations, blah, blah, blah. Um, please come see us at centre management, blah, blah, blah. And they've like given my details. I didn't even do the – it wasn't even me doing the driving. I just got out and obviously written the fake number. I was just like, this is just going to be easy. And, uh, yeah, that ended up getting taken to the principal's office. And then they're like, who did it? And I was like, fucking he did. 
<laughs> he did it. I was like, so I dropped my mate in and I was like, I'm not paying for this shit. I don't reverse no, into yeah. his car. And then so the next minute over the fucking, over the school bell. Oh, Jesse, uh, I won't say his last name, please come to the principal's office. <laughs> so he's got pulled in. We're both sitting in the principal's office and they're like, right what happened, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, I reversed into the car, blah, blah. He put it, Jared put a fake number there. Principal's like, radio, uh, five afternoon school detentions for you for doing the wrong thing, blah, blah, you shouldn't do that. And then he got the same as what I got. So we both got treated the same, but then he had to pay for the car. Oh, <laughs> And it was like what? a it was like a Land Cruiser or something sick. Like it was like a Prado or whatever it was. So it was like I think it would it would have cost him like two grand or something, being on your peas and insurance or whatever. Yeah, it would have cost. No, him, yeah. <laughs> dude, I don't think I ever had any like accidents or anything like that when I was younger. Luckily, but that is wow, two grand when you're in high school is insane. So much money. So much money. I was like teetering on being a a good bad kid. Like I was <laughs> like. like I'm like in front of my friends. I'm like, yeah, I fucking do it. <laughs> you get in trouble. You're like, I was fucking him <laughs> every time, every damn time. <laughs> what else is on those cards? What else is on these cards? What are the other ones that we didn't pick? Oh, have a quick shuffle. There's some cool stuff in here. I'll give you a couple. Here you go. Cried in order to get your way. Yes. By accident. <laughs> by accident. By accident. Um. I'd actually – this was during COVID. You know how they had the roadblocks in, yeah, between, yeah. Um, in between the borders because yeah. I was going so f- often back and forth between yeah. the borders. This one time I didn't have my license on me and actually I didn't know. I thought it was in the car and I just didn't have it in my bag. Anyway, I get pulled over. No, sorry, let me start that again. Too many sours. <laughs> <laughs> so – I'm driving home and I've forgotten to print out the thing to put on the front shield. And I'm like, like oh. everyone. Yeah. And I'm like, shit. And I'm like coming up to the thing. And I'm like, I'll just pull it up on my phone. So I have it on my phone. And he's like, oh, I actually just need to check your license. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Like you guys have never done that before. And he's like, yeah, like people have been lying or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't have my license on me. And I'm trying like looking through the car. I'm like, am I about to get charged for not like driving Turn without on the a license? Road walks. <laughs> and so I know. And so I'm like looking through the car and I'm like, Dude, I am so sorry. I don't have my license on me. I know this looks rough, but I just honestly forgot it. I'm just coming back from work. And he's like, oh, that's right. I'll just run your plates. And I'm like, thank you so much. And he comes back to the car and he goes, I'm going to need you to get out of the car. And I was like. Oh, shit. I was like, what? And he's like, this car's been out of registration for eight months. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, are you serious? And he's like, he's like, yeah, you're leaving the car here tonight. And I'm like. How am I going to get home? And he's like, well, you're going to have to call someone. So I had to get like an Uber or my parents or something from like the side of the highway. And I just started – so the guy comes up to the car while I'm sitting there waiting for my parents and he's like, you know, this is actually supposed to be a court date so I'm going to start like – and starts like writing something up and I just lose it. I just can't – I'm not just, even like on purpose. Just I'm just like on. everything's hit me at once. I don't have my licence. I don't have the pass. I'm My car's out of registration. Like this looks insane. And I just start crying and this guy's like – Oh, it's okay though. Like I went, it's all, it's all good. Started and then just like backs guilty. up and I'm like, oh, sorry. And I just like got in the car and left and he never charged me. Like never got charged for any of that. Like so nice. What a good dude. But then towed my car and I had to get it from Brisbane. So One of the days of red stickers. Every time. Oh, no. It's, it's, Shit. it's wild. It's rough. What else? What have we got in here? Being catfished? Being no. a cat, being a, being a catfished. No, because I've never done like online yeah, dating right. or anything. Gone on a date to get a freak meal? You have? Nah, because – nah, don't think so. Um, nah, actually, that I lie. My wife now, there was a period of time in my life where she paid for 
um, every meal. I lost my job. And she oh, was like, yeah. What a good yeah, she, yeah, she was like, I'm going to, it wasn't like an agreement, but like I didn't obviously have an income. So she paid for everything for like a, a fair whack of time. I think it was That's like six so or good. nine months. Yeah. That's so, so good. Like I just, I had casual work. I didn't have much money. And yeah, she just, yeah. She always forked the bill. So that was Hell nice. Yeah. We've been married now for like four, five years, five years this year. That's sick. Five years. Snuck into a concert. I feel like you get invited to concerts. Oh, I've snuck into a fair share. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the, you know what? I'm not really a festival person. I like bars and like yeah, live right. music and bars and stuff. I don't like festivals because of how you just can't really leave. Do you yeah, know what I mean? You can't yeah. be like, oh, I'm just going to quickly dip somewhere else. Like yeah. you're stuck there. I just don't like that feeling. Lots of people squashed into Jumping like- though is fun because it's like an adventure. Maybe I shouldn't be yeah. saying this on camera. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> yeah, maybe I just won't say which ones. Yeah, I won't say which ones. But yeah, it's. I think that's so fun. Like the adrenaline of like trying not to get caught, and you got like a two second window to get in without yeah, the security you, seeing you. You got to go for it, eh? And then they come chasing. Yeah, that's, that's a fun. thrill. That's fun. I love seeing the videos when they get caught on the vent, like they get caught on the fence. Oh, I almost got <laughs> caught on the fence. I got my shirt like caught. And I was like, no, and I like wrangled myself out of it and got through. Everyone claps you through as well. So yeah, like, yeah. So good. Beer spraying. It's great. Gone yeah. through my partner's phone without them knowing. I do it often. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah, I did the other day because I walked into the bathroom and I was like, what are you doing? And she's like, nothing. Do it. Like she like was real abrupt. Oh. I'm like, something's going on here. <laughs> and then she was like messaging a mate of mine, but it was like she's buying cryptocurrency. <laughs> she didn't want me to know that she was buying cryptocurrency. She's like... And but she'd lost it, so she bought some. Sus about yeah. it, nothing. <laughs> she was like so sus on it. Anyway, she like she bought some, and like a, a mate of mine, he's he's got a bit of it, and he's like moves it around a little bit, not much. But she she bought some and moved it, but lost it. No. <laughs> in the in the transition period, and that's why she was like, I caught her right on the high stress spot. No. She, couldn't, she couldn't locate it. It was so funny, but like I. I, and so you're we, like, that's, yeah, that's, that's, us, that's a fair yeah, reason to go through Both of us nothing, have nothing to hide, but, like, yeah. it's pretty funny in terms of, like. Yeah, and <laughs> finding like, that out. Some, you're like, <laughs> some, I was like, something's up here. Like, what's she doing? She's either, like, buying something she shouldn't, like, buying a dress or something that she shouldn't, or she's, like, anyway, she's buying cryptocurrency. <laughs> Cheated death. <laughs> I'd, I'd say giving a tattoo with a um, sewing needle. <laughs> no, that's oh, my tame. Health radar. That was tame, sort of. Um, yeah, there's lots of death. there's heaps of fun cards in here. Hopefully, the card the card game's going to be out. Probably, what do you reckon, Kirsten? Another couple of weeks, probably three, four weeks. It'll be online. Mrconsistent.com. You'll be able to buy the card game. Drink a couple sours. Drink a couple cosmos. Ask your friends some weird questions. Join the Mile High Club. You've done lots of traveling. <laughs> <laughs> Not that kind of traveling yet. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Thank you so much for coming in. This has been awesome. It's fun. Uh, I've loved chatting to you. Like Thank you, you for having you, me. You're obviously uh, making waves in the art art is industry on the Gold Coast, Australia-wide. Thank you. You have a very specific style. I love your work, so I reckon um, you can take my tattoo virginity. Yes! <laughs> Uh, honestly, I love your style. So thank you so much for coming in. We really Thanks appreciate it. We love it. So cheers. Sick. Thank cheers. you so much. Cheers. Yeah. I think we're going to have another one after this. Off yes. Camera, Let's go. Cool.
podcast and it worked. That's today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Go show the shake up some love and stay connected. Don't forget you can watch all of our episodes on YouTube. Also, jump over to our Shake Up Cocktail Gang Facebook page where you can find out who's coming up on the podcast. And if you've got questions for them, I'll ask the bloody questions. You can also use the code SHAKEUP for 10% off on mrconsistent.com.au. Thank you so much for listening and just remember, shit that's fresh.